This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, and we're here every day, Monday through Friday, at this same time. You can look us up on the web, on the internet, at radiomission.org. And uh, we bring you the series of studies now on uh, the man, the head of the home, or in general, the home in general. But we were looking in our last study there. Uh, we had come down to that area where the Scripture says that Christ is the head of man, and in Christ, man is the head of the woman. The man, the man is to bow in submission to the lordship of Christ. That's salvation, my friend. Have you ever come to bow? Have you ever come to stoop, to kneel down? You don't have to kneel down. You can pray standing straight up. The lordship of Christ is, the, is man's voice of authority. But man has placed himself in the place of authority and set himself up as his own authority as his own God. This has resulted in worldwide rebellion you find in the hearts of men and women today against the Lordship of Christ. How many folks do you know, brother, sister, how many do you know who uh, honors the Lordship of Christ? I've never seen such a revolt as we have today against the Lordship of Christ. Many not only do not bow into submission to the Lord, but they use the name of the Lord in vain, counts it as a byword in his utter contempt against the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Lordship of Christ. I've heard men on the job in different places where I have been in the past that I was wondering why the Lord didn't strike them down for using the blasphemous vulgarity. And I've heard people come over here from overseas and they say, you folks use the Lord's name in vain more than anybody I know of. Any other nation, I've been all over this world on a ship, and I've never heard vulgarity like I do here in the United States, my friend. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, man. There's coming a day. There's coming a day. Now, you, you mark this down in your day book. There's coming a day when you will bow both knees to the Lordship of Christ, to the glory of the Father. Now, why not, be, why not do it here? I plead with you, my friend, do it under grace where you won't have to do it under judgment. I know once in a while, once in a great while, I bring you uh, maybe a study or speak about the judgment of God. But did you know one day there'll be a judgment seat set and every man and every woman will pass before that throne of, of God to be judged. Now, my friend, I can picture that for you just a moment if you let me. Here is God the God of all the universe, the Lord Jesus Christ, as judge, and you'll be there. You'll be brought up there. Pastor, pastor, if you're not being true to your congregation, you'll be brought there. You will. They'll call a roll. That, that you call a roll, and you'll be there. You'll be called up. And I believe your little congregation, whether it's big or large, small or large, I believe it'll be standing there with you. And when judgment is passed upon you, they will rail upon you. How so, you say? Well, the books will be open, and your name won't be there. Oh, my friend, is your name written down in glory? We sang a song here. There's a new name written down in glory, and it's mine. Is your name written? Do you have confidence that your name is written there in the Lamb's Book of Life? And those names will be scanned, and the, and the angel will say to the Lord, Pastor so-and-so is not here. His name is not here. 
Oh, his name not. Won't that be sad? You'll be standing there. You won't be able to say anything. Your congregation will hear judgment passed upon their pastor. Maybe they loved you. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they despised you. But you never were true to them. Have you been true to your congregation, Pastor? Have you ever asked them where you're going to spend eternity? Old Trailblazer does that almost on a weekly basis. Where will your soul spend eternity, my friends? Are you, are you going to be cast out at that last day, the book of life be open, and the angels say, you're not, your name not there? You know what those words are going to be? Depart from me, I never knew you. Oh, my friend, haven't we done this? Haven't we cast out devils? Haven't we, uh, haven't we led people to Christ? Haven't we led people to Jesus? Haven't we made a decision for Jesus? And the Lord will say, depart from me. I never knew you. I often tell my folks here, I believe those are the saddest words in God's Bible. Depart from me, I never knew you. Depart from me, I never knew you. And they'll be cast out in the outer darkness. Oh, my friend. Listen, listen, listen. Many of you God is dealing with now, but some of you are in utter rebellion against the convicting work of the Holy Spirit and have said, and I've heard some say, I will not have this man to rule over me. I have seen men ball up their fists and go out the back door like they had demon coming out of their eyes because something was said that crossed their old grain. Did you know the old trailblazer? The Lord gives me grace to cross your grain. Have you ever had your grain crossed, my friend? The old trailblazer said, asked you, are you saved? Can you look up in the starry skies and say, thank you, Lord, for saving an old sinner? If you can't, you're not saved. Oh, you well, I joined the church. You know, I don't mean anything. No, I don't mean a thing in this world. I had a dear friend of mine, mother, up in age, and she had a rebellious daughter. She went out from the gospel, and she later on told her mama, said, Mama, I joined the big church down there in such and such a city. She said, Honey, I joined everything it was before the Lord saved me, but now I belong to the Lord. Have you joined everything, my friend? Have you joined some church where they put a lot of emphasis on walking the aisle, shaking the preacher's hand, and uh, you, you call that salvation? That's not salvation. You say, Trailblazer, what is salvation? It's coming to the Lord after having been shown yourself that you need to be saved. That's what Holy Spirit conviction is. It shows you your need. It tells you. It shows you by the Holy Spirit's work that you are a rebel, that you are a sinner, that you are that you're steeped in sin, and that you love sin, and that you're born and bred in sin, and you can't do anything about it. You hate God. Oh, I don't hate. Yes, you do. You do. Let me step on your toes, and you, you begin to rail on me because you can't get to God. But when you come there and see yourself holy, solely lost, with no hope, without any hope, without any hope, and you try, you trust the Lord. Lord gives you, Lord, Lord, give me grace to trust you. When you do that, then you can look up and say, thank you, Lord. You'll never get over it, my friend. Oh, it won't be a little, it won't be a little soft soap repentance, no. It won't be a, a well, I drifted back into the uh, honky-tonk. No, sir, you won't. No, sir. No, sir. You'll be like a burnt child. You ever see a burnt child get around fire? He don't want to get close to it. God's child does not want to get around sin, my friend. That's why 
We're so bowed down. God's people have to live in this old world and it's turned fast turned over to Satan's headquarters. And it's sin, sin, sin everywhere you turn. Our highways have been bedecked with, with big billboards advertising uh, uh, everything that's ungodly, my friend. Oh, but listen, the old trailblazer is going to be true to your soul, my friend. Listen, listen, you'll have, to, you'll have to bow to the Lord. God will make you do it. There, God won't persuade you. God with his love, listen, listen, God with his love won't break you. Christ is denied everywhere and revolted. But let me tell you something before I have to leave. Every knee shall bow. Every knee. Every tongue shall confess. If not here now in the day of grace, at the judgment bar of God. I mentioned in our last study about the judgment seat that would be set in heaven or on earth. And, and you would bow. Oh, let's look at the other facts stated here that the head of every woman is man. The head of every woman is man. And he, the husband, shall rule over the woman. Now, today, there's just a great revolt in the heart of our women against the rulership or the leadership as there is in the heart of man against the rulership of Christ. That's the, that's the almost worldwide, my friend. You find it so evident in Ephesians 5, we find the Word of God says, Wives, submit yourselves to your own husband as unto the Lord. Now, here's God's Word to every wife to submit herself. Now, my friend, I've made it plain. I believe in the last few studies, I never never mean or never to imply that a husband is a tyrant, is a slave driver, and that the woman has to lick his boots and all. I don't, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about in love, my friend. In love, woman, you tell me you know the Lord, submit to your husband. I know, I know he may be uh, a cruel individual, but he's your head. He's your federal head, my friend. And ask the Lord, he'll give you grace. He'll give you grace to bow in submission. And that's what's wrong with our world today. Our men are not subject to Christ. Our women are not subject to their husband. And we have a, we have a hullabaloo, don't we? We have a mixed bag, don't we? Oh, my friend, we're going to get into that, how that women rule their husband. Our women, our men now have been dumbed down. Uh, every, everything you see even in the comics, in the funny papers, how that women overrule everything that man does, and man has accepted it. Man, you better get a grip. You better put a broomstick up your backbone and take the head of your house and I'm talking to you folks here in First Baptist Church of Algiers and every other church where you listen to me. Just because you belong to the church don't mean that you've, you're supposed to give up everything. You, you're the head of that home, my friend. And your wife, your wife you, sometimes it's like the child. You have to tell them no. Have you ever told your wife no? No, you can't do that. We don't need that. We're not going to buy that. We, we, we can't afford that, whatever. But no, we just don't. I don't feel led to do it. Have you ever done that and then, and then get railed at because a woman is in, out, of, out of her place? Oh, I see that everywhere I go, my friend. I see it. Woman, man try to tell her children how to dress, girls how to dress. Mama won't have it because mama dresses like that too. We're going to get into that, have a whole study on that in a day or two. But I'm just asking you at this time, man, be kind, be gentle, but be the head of your house. Take your place as the head of the house. Let your children know that you're the head of your home. Let them know that you love your wife, their mother, but you, you, you're... The Bible commands obedience. 
Obedience. And I'm not talking about slavery. I'm not talking about that. Don't, don't, don't accuse me of that. I'm not. I'm talking about in love. In love. And if you don't have a love for your husband, my wife, my friend, ask the Lord to give you a love. Give you a, a submitting love, a, a obeying love. You're to obey your husband, no, regardless of what you think of the old trailblazer, my friend. But listen, our times run out. Get back into it tomorrow. And if you would, uh, search these scriptures that I've been giving you. And then later on, order these CDs and give them out to your children. Give them to your children, grown children, married children. Remember, the old trailblazer loves you. All I'm doing is in the, in the spirit of love, my friend. And I see what we're facing. Remember the old trailblazer, the address? The old trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Help me with the broadcast just a little, if you would. And then pray for me. Just pray for the old trailblazer. Ask the Lord for, for grace for that old fool. Would you do that? Goodbye, and God bless you.